are. This is it. This is episode 404 of No Laugh Track Podcast. We're here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis because uh, it's their podcast featuring who? The headliners each week here on this stage at Acme. And this week I'm with a first-time guest. We just met, I don't know, 10 minutes ago, maybe, maybe 15? We'll say 15. We go way back. Yeah. J.R. DeGuzman is here with me. Thank you for having me, and huh. it's been a really, really good fifteen minutes. This entire time, I've been, I've been really feeling it. I mean, that's why I didn't know because it flew by. It, you would have told me one minute, be like, oh, maybe, maybe yeah. five hours. I it's don't know. It's been a blur. Yeah. Well, we've both learned so much already in a short amount of time. <laughs> that but, is uh, true. We're gonna continue on here where people actually get to listen to it. Cool. So yeah. welcome, welcome to Acme. I guess today's your second time in the building. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah. My first time was last night, and then it was the first show. It was super. It was a blast, super fun, and uh, and this second time in here is just as good. <laughs> <laughs> Audience is a little smaller right now. A little bit smaller, but a much hotter crowd. Very responsive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that crowd last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, no, this is good. Uh, so I have to, so something I like to ask people that when it's their first time. Especially, like, do you have any history at all whatsoever in Minnesota, with Minnesota? Yeah, me and Minnesota, what, what is our history? I've been to Duluth a few times, and... Uh, to, and for, for for what? For I entertainment? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> own entertainment. I just want to see what's up. No, it was... Um, I've done a few colleges out here. So, like, I forget the names of the colleges. There's, like, a... You did college shows in Duluth, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, probably so, Minnesota Duluth, maybe? Probably. And then there Saint was... Scholastica, St. Scholastica, there, there we go. go. Are there you go. They're a Catholic school, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember that, because I had to do Super Clean, and, uh, yeah, that was, I remember that show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the, uh, to the heart of Minnesota. Yeah. Which is not Duluth. I've okay. lived in Duluth. I thought it was the heart the whole time. So. Uh, no, Duluth is known for gray skies. Oh. Yeah, I lived yeah. there for several years, and it's uh, it's a depressing place. Okay, they could use comedy more, more comedy. Yeah, it was like pretty, uh, pretty. It was very snowy at the time. I remember that was like one of my first. I I call it a blizzard. I think it's just snow. <laughs> I was in. I was like, man, this is a blizzard, huh? You guys uh-huh. got a, a blizzard everywhere. <laughs> I don't even know what a blizzard is, so. I think I just overuse that term all the time. <laughs> but anytime it snows, I'm like, man, you guys, there's a blizzard out there. So, okay, along those lines, what does the word flurries mean to you? Uh, it's a treat from McDonald's. <laughs> it is like a very delicious yeah. treat. You can mix in candies and toppings of your choice. And that's, and then the blizzard is the one from Dairy Queen. It's the same thing, but exactly. yeah, yeah, they're the same. So are they, are they different? No, they're the same, but you know. Okay, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you could go out and be like, "Are we experiencing flurries or are we experiencing a blizzard?" But yeah, yeah. you're right. I lo- oh, so they could be the same. No, they're different. A blizzard's definitely more. But I love the yeah. yeah. Uh, is there a third? There must be. A, is there a third fast food restaurant with a? Uh, They've got to have it. Mc, I mean, McFlurry, McFlurry, Blizzard, blizzard. and then Wendy's. Just I don't know. What the they... Wendy's snowstorm. Is that what it's? Frost. Oh, oh there's just a frosty. Yeah, there yeah, we go. That's yeah. close enough. Yeah, and you would kind of say that outside. It's frosty out. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, there's a third one. Yeah. I, that's so obvious. That Snow I've never is so made fun. I guess. Everyone's like, let's make it. Let's do a treat. Yeah. <laughs> this uh-huh. weather. Exactly. Uh, so I watched your show last night. Mm. Uh, not from here. I watched from home. I did the Zoom. Oh, cool. I did the Zoom option. I'm so interested of how that experience was because I was doing a lot of like riffing in the room. Yes. So I don't know how that turns out on the Zoom. Uh, not because you can't really tell who's who. You can't see them. I mean, okay. but I mean, you can't always see them when you're in the club. 
True. You know, I mean, sometimes True. you could be sitting, you know, to the one side or the other, back, yeah. forth, and you don't always see who's being addressed. So, okay, so that's it doesn't affect that too much. And the mics are you can pick up, okay, you know, some things. Yeah, because I got to make that practice as a comic to repeat what they say. That's just gonna say that, to and you. then comment yep. on it. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about that last night. I was like, I wonder, in like a Zoom or if if I get the recording of the set, what that would look like. So yep. t- tonight I got to work on that. But there was this. Did you see the part where I was singing about this guy and his dad? Of course. <laughs> uh huh. That was like my favorite part of the night. Even this morning, I was like singing it in the shower. Anyway, JR. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. one of my my uh, my first impressions of you. First of all, and I've read this about you as well, and I got this impression of you. Uh, you look freaking clean cut as can be. You look like you could oh, get awesome. away with just about anything on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and you and you are creating freaking what are they called earworms? Mm, okay. You are creating earworms. Your your songs that you performed, yeah, th- that one that you're referencing, and at least two other ones. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, humming them all night last night. Yeah, yeah. This morning. Oh, that's nice. Yes. You know, words of affirmation is my love language, so don't compliment me too hard, because then I'm just gonna I won't be able to leave this place. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I just feel so loved here. Um, I told you we're only doing about a half hour. Right okay, now. okay, that's good, that's good. <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, the the earworm thing. That's cool. That's good to know. Because I feel like with musical comedy, it has to be catchy in some way. Like, I think the stigma with musical comedy being bad is, like, a lot of times the songs don't sound good. So that, that, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. So so you said that. What, what, what's, because there is that, there's a, you know, some people are like, oh, he needs a guitar on stage. Of course. Yeah. 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 What do you think about that? Um, I totally understand it. Like, if I was their therapist, I'd be like, that's, I validate you, you know? <laughs> I validate what you're going through, son, but that's some issues you got to work out. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, because, like, I think it's helped me just see, I went to, like, Europe and Asia for a little bit doing stand-up. Yeah. I was, it was a random story. I was, like, backpacking and working odd jobs and doing stand-up. Yeah. And, uh, I noticed in their comedy scene, there's no, like purist type thing where it's like oh it's only stand-up so there would be all kinds of different stand-up styles and everyone was was cool with it so it's a little bit more creative you're saying there's no comedy snobs no and if there are it's just like how funny it is or or it's like even if you're going in a unique way it's is it hack because we've seen a musical comic do that a thousand times yeah so there was there was that but it was i had seen some of the most unique comics i'd ever seen out there so then when I came back out here, I, I was a little bit braver to just, like, uh, do what I do yeah. type thing. Yeah. Because yeah. in the beginning, I almost I almost dropped the guitar. I was like, all right, uh, that guy didn't like it at the open mic, so I'm not going to do it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. First time on stage, you did it with a guitar. First time on stage was, so for the first few months, I didn't have the guitar. So it was like. You didn't? Um, okay. No, yeah. I, I was doing a stand-up comedy class uh, that the graduation is an open mic. And sure. and that was my first first thing in college. It was. It, I did start in college. Yeah. yeah. So that one that wasn't the same class in college. That one was like almost like a vaudeville type class, where they had us do sketch, improv, stand up, uh, musical comedy, and we even did a radio play. Oh wow! Yeah. So they're just exploring all the different types of comedy. So there's another reality where I could have been this really dope radio play artist. You know, they're sort of uh, popping up right now. People reading. It's true, actually. Right? Huh? Yeah, with podcasts. Yeah, the people are like doing like script readings of... Actually, I actually think it's pretty sick. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What was the big one I just saw that had all these celebrities doing it? Oh, fuck. I can't was it like now. a table read? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, with with Shia LaBeouf on it? No. Okay. But I only watch stuff with Shia LaBeouf in it. So <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what it's gonna be. <laughs> what if What if that was the rest of the podcast? The Everything I brought up, you're like, that's not a Shia. Th- uh, no. Wait, Sh- the Shia LaBeouf was in that song. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I don't. I can't resonate with any Did, of this. Has Shia LaBeouf watched that at least? <laughs> Anything? Yeah. Does he know people in that? Can we make any connection whatsoever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast title was Shia in that? <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Uh, well, I don't want to go go uh, too far past the show last night. I don't think I said uh, how funny I thought it was. Oh, cool. Yeah, thanks, man. I thought it was really good. Awesome. I appreciate that. So how how would you how do I say this? It's been a weird. Obviously, it's been a crazy last year for people. The amount of time on stage for people has gone down mm. a ton. Uh, yeah. how, where are you now versus where you maybe would have been without a pandemic that we're dealing with? Ooh. How much has it slowed you down? Oh, weird sound with the coffee. Um, <laughs> oh, that surprised me. <laughs> it, it, uh, well, you know, it's why I feel like I quit comedy three times during the pandemic. Yeah. That's like, you know, half true. But like, I mean, it's been not, I didn't quit comedy, but it was like during the pandemic, I've become so many other things and i i mean that in the sense of all right let's i like dabbled in some more like podcasting stuff i dabbled in making videos um i'm learning how to make beats on logic right now so it's uh i that's the positive part of it yeah i would say the it goes in cycles of in the beginning i was like it it's like game of do you watch game of thrones oh yeah shia labeouf's not in it so you know, do we are we sure? That's true. That's true. He could have made like one of those random cameos. Like I think Ed Sheeran made a cameo. Yeah, that, right. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, annoyed a ton of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like uh, Jamie Lannister. And spoiler alert: if anyone's listening to this, and for some reason now you're getting into Game of Thrones, uh, but it's too late. So yeah, Jamie Lannister. Like when he loses his hand, and like he's like, "Who am I? What's my identity?" Yeah, I felt that in the first like two months. Because I was just like staying at home, I was like I was just exercising a lot, but I realized I get so much value from like I'm a comedian, I yeah. do stand up, and then the positive of that was I started to I guess become a fuller person. Yeah, and then and then now being back on stage, uh, kind of the blessing was like I don't think I did as much like riffing and improv stuff before the pandemic. Like I kind of did it. But now, like doing zooms, that's kind of a necessary skill. And every time I do a show, it's a it's it's usually like an outdoor show, yeah. so you have to comment on something. Like I did a, a show at, um, and there was trains going by. We we're outdoor. This is on Saturday before this week. Oh, okay. And it was like you can't just have a train go by and and, and pretend yeah pretend like there's not a train going right. by. So it's just um, that's been the good of it is like some new skills with a stand up. There's a. Uh uh, there's been an independent baseball team in St. Paul for 20-some years. Actually, side note, they're going to be a Minnesota Twins affiliate starting this year. The okay. AAA baseball affiliate. Sweet. But anyway, the St. Paul Saints, they used to have a stadium in an area of kind of an industrial area in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. And right behind the outfield fence was a train track. It You know, it didn't stop. Games going on. Trains yeah. go by. And the announcer could, you know, it, pitchers in mid-wind-up. But the trains mm-hmm. going by, the announcer every time would go, train. <laughs> I guess that's all you need to do. Yeah. Wait, and who is he? He's saying it to the stadium or yes. on, for the TV? No, no, no. For the yeah, the in, stu- oh in stadium announcer. Yeah. Train. 
and then gosh. every now and then the um the uh the train will you know would do the little yeah and, yeah you know, a little acknowledgement back so now it's like a part of the game it was it That's was cool. they've they've since moved to a uh more state-of-the-art uh stadium in a different part of town gotcha gotcha but in any case i could see my phone was just going off there i was just getting a message from my kids uh school oh. and that reminds me of something that i wanted to ask you about um, okay <laughs> yeah. so during this pandemic all this uh you know, it, it flipped a lot of things upside down. Kids, uh, a lot of kids don't go to school. They learn from home. Yeah. How would you have been as a student hmm. distance learning, not going to school and kind of being on your own? Oh, or maybe man. your parents are kind of keeping an eye on you. Maybe I, not. I How think, would you have handled that? Well, I think my parents would be pretty hardcore about it, though. So it's like, I think I'd rather go to school yeah. at school because, like, my parents were pretty, like, pretty strict. So we'd it'd be a pretty hardcore school. But that being said, um, being at home, I feel like there's just so much distractions. And as a kid today, like you have your iPad, which is an unlimited world. Yeah, yeah. My my nephew was doing distance learning, and so we all my family moved back in together, like at the beginning of the pandemic. So, and it was like I remember uh, it was good for him because he had all of us sort of training him it was like he was training for a fight or something because it was like all right you got math you got reading and then i was i would like read the bedtime books i had the fun like i was the closer of the night you oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> so I would, and um, love it so i think if i had that that would be pretty pretty awesome yeah, yeah. well i mean my goodness yeah that'd be better than going to school with yeah all that yeah help. a personalized team hell so. yeah my dad uh, growing up was a math teacher and just i just thought of this like if i needed help with something You'd think that was the best thing to have at home. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I basically have, you know, the answer book. Here He's here. Upstairs. Yeah. Oh, no. I'd be like, Dad, can you help me with, well, what do you think it is? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like he'd probably go above and beyond to make it tougher on you. Completely. Like, yeah. 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 I'm not, nobody's going to think my son has it easy. <sighs> I don't know. I made your dad a super hardcore Texan cowboy. <laughs> So I hope Which that's what he was. Which couldn't be farther from the truth, <laughs> okay, actually. Okay. He's, no, more like, yeah, mild-mannered Scandinavian. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, no, yeah. No, no. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's funny. Um, let's see. What's What else should we talk about here? I, uh, I want, so you're, you were born in the Philippines, I have mm-hmm. learned. Yeah. I learned that you, when you came here, your family lived in a storage unit. Yeah. That you talk about on stage. Mm-hmm. So I'm not spilling the beans on anything no, no, here no. too much. Uh, that's insane. That's yeah. crazy. So in my little bit of research that I did, um, on that part mm-hmm. of your story, yeah. uh, I did, I looked up some stories about what it's like to live in a storage locker okay. and I found a guy that ha- a video <laughs> no on YouTube that has oh, 11 million views. What? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Is he, is his channel like running from his storage locker right now? Or is it like he talks about no, no. that story? It's been there for four years. Okay. It's a gotcha. video and it's, uh, the title of it was like living in a storage unit for two months. Yeah. And he brings the thing in there and it's, he's got a uh, hot plate, hmm. a toaster oven, bed, wow. running water that he set up. Yeah. He has an extension cord coming from like the hallway through and he like winded it around this cord wow. or this uh, bar yeah. so you can't really see it. Yeah. Wild. You know, I, I lived in a van for like a year. Yes, I yeah. learned, that about, That's a, learned okay. that about you too. For some reason in my head, I was like, did I tell you that? I was like, I, was nope. like, I guess I, I heard forgot you tell we somebody met else 15 minutes that. ago. Yeah. No, it was like, um, yeah, so when I think of this dude, I'm, I think of that where it's like setting up the little tiny stove and all that stuff. But yeah, so that, so 
I want to clarify every time people ask about it. So what we lived in, it was actually like a garage that was converted into like a little studio. Sure. So a lot of people think like we're just like dying in there <laughs> like every day. No, but, but it you, wasn't. You're also saying it wasn't for very long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? It was like a short. It was like our first thing in L.A. And then we lived with family for a little bit, and then and then my mom worked her way up, moving on up. But this, I'm interested in this video. Mm-hmm. So what? What's it, what's he? Is it he giving like a a tour? Type of, is like yes, that kind of video? and saying like, and he's giving tips like, here's the thing, like the number one thing is you can, you have to live to not be seen, like you need to yeah. try to be invisible. Well, it's a mistake making an 11 million viewed video. Yeah, well, yeah. I, <laughs> now it's yeah. I don't. He's got to move a lot. Too. Yeah, but actually, I, I think that's um, it is probably interesting because if it had 11 million views, that means a lot of people are trying to do that. Right? Lifestyle or something. Yeah, researching, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of like, a, you know, like I needed help trying to f- uh, fix my dryer, mm-hmm. clothes dryer at home. I looked up a YouTube video. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, ta- so, so tell me, because I did hear you t- talk about this someplace else, but tell me and the listeners of this podcast. Sure. You lived in what type of vehicle and for how long? Yeah, so I lived in a Ford Transit 250. It was a uh, medium roof. So if that means anything to anyone out there, I best know. way I can describe it, it's it's the same model as the Amazon van. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you 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 think you're gonna get a nice like delivered, you know, whatever you ordered a a video game or something in the in Amazon, and it's just me sleeping outside your house. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hey, is that my package? Like, hey, keep it down. Fucking suspicious, man. <laughs> yeah. So when was this? This was let's see, June 2019 to. To basically about the pandemic starting, and then uh, I still have the van now. I'm trying to. I'm gonna sell it. I think so. Who's living in it now? Uh just a family of raccoons. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just who? I don't know. It's parked at my my parents' uh, driveway now. I actually did. I got my own apartment now during um, the last two months because I was just. I was just at. I went from the van to my parents' place during the pandemic. And then I was just like there for so long that I was like, it's time to. I think I need to move somewhere now. Yeah. But I just, I just didn't know how long everything was going to last. So, um, but the van was pretty awesome. What? Stealth camping—that's what we're—that's what it's referred to as. That's sometimes. the word. Yeah. Yeah. Stealth. Yeah. Urban camping. Urban camping. Stealth camping. Stealth camping. It's just a cool way to say like you're sleeping in a car in the city. Because I would do um, in L.A. I was doing it. I was I was stealth camping and like. The nice thing was I could live anywhere, so I was like, oh, I live in Beverly Hills today. Or like, <laughs> I'm from Marina Del Rey, what's the juice? And uh, <laughs> and and then, but when I was traveling, I would go to like national parks and do uh, BLM land or U.S. Forest Service land, which was like free camping. What? Because that's the second time I've seen that BLM land. Yeah, And it's I know. clearly not Black Lives Matter. It's not Matter. Black Lives Matter land. But I mean, hey. What does it I stand for? I support the cause. Uh it's what is it? It's Bureau of Land, land Management. Management. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, it, I didn't even, I didn't even put those two together. Yeah. They didn't know that that already that acronym already existed. Or, I have no I don't idea. Know who was first, but maybe I they mean, were. I don't know. Maybe they're in cahoots. I mean, the Camping. wrestling federation had to change their name. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I guess like the U.S. Park Service is just super chill. They're, they're like, like, yeah, that's we cool. We can co we hey. Coexist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were yeah. not. You're not stepping on in, on our toes. We're yeah, cool. they're not. They're not doing much, anyways. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I also looked up tips for stealth camping. Okay. Yeah, oh, I want to know if you factor. Uh, yeah, I want to know if you factored these in. Yeah. 
Uh, so stealth camping can be easily done in most small rigs. Rigs. Yeah. Like vans. That's what they call it, yep. <laughs> How's your rig? Yeah. Like vans or truck campers or other RVs or travel trailers. You may find it a little more complicated. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's the first tip they have. Don't go wild with the paint. Yeah. Did you ever factor that in? Oh, so many people told me, oh, do you got to do a cool paint job on this thing? Because I had just the typical classic creepy white van. You know, like it, it was... So they were like, yeah, rape man, van. Gotta, yeah. People call Basically, them. Basically, I, I had a rape van, mm-hmm. and that's what I said when I was looking for it on Facebook. It's like, yeah, rape van for sale, and all these <laughs> things popped up. All these things popped up. Oh god. So yeah, yeah, they're oh, so surprisingly affordable. But um, <laughs> yeah. no, so like I had the yeah the white van that just looks kind of like creepy. Yeah. So people thought I should paint it to make it look cool, but I, but because I wanted to park in cities sometimes, or if I'm on tour, like. Usually the club's not going to be in the middle of the forest. It's you know if I was to park somewhere in Minneapolis and I was driving here, I'd I'd like to have a way to park if I had to somewhere that's more like a public area in the city. Yeah. Um. Out, preferably, this was my I would always park outside of cafes and yoga studios because it was like I would wake up, go to a yoga studio, do yoga, shower, and then because they had a shower. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good thinking. So I got my fitness and my shower in, and then get coffee, and then just go to the the next city. But um, the Wi-Fi, of course, too. The Wi, dude. Oh my, yes. Right. I just buy a coffee now. Have your Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. See, these are all these are all trade secrets that aren't even on those tips, probably. Oh no, that's on the. That's oh, on is the, that on there? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I got to that one. Because <laughs> like, yeah, how to steal someone's Wi-Fi? But um, <laughs> I yeah no, I never painted it because of that. It's just it makes it so obvious that someone's sleeping in there, and then it's also dangerous. Like, if you paint it, and then it's obvious that you're sleeping in there. It's how much, how many dollars worth of stuff are you traveling with? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't consider having one of those like wrap around plastic things with your face on it, kind of advertise your tour? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in here, guys. (laughs) Yeah. The guy from the show, he's right in the parking lot. Yeah. You can see me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Or right now, if you look in the window. Just come on in. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, yeah, we pretty much hit the other tips. Be mindful of your behavior. Mm -hmm. Running a generator, loud music can bring attention. Uh, And then find the light, uh, the right location and also it isn't for everyone it says here oh 100 percent. i'm sure it would uh yeah I, a lot of people were asking me about it who seemed like when i started it they're like dude i've been wanting i i hate my job man i want to just get out do yeah. this and uh i just told them like there's there's a lot of other stuff that isn't in the instagram video where it's like two hot young people like waking up and like drinking some pour over and right. they open the thing and it's like the sun shining yeah they just jump out and they're snowboarding all of a sudden right yeah like no it's not always that so just be ready yeah those that that loving couple had to find a place to poop this morning <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Don't forget yeah. that and they had to argue about whose turn it is to like dump the poop if they have a toilet in the right. van yeah it's like no you i i dumped the poop the last seven times you never dump the poop all right, let's make this snowboarding video. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love but, that so much. So uh, I heard you say someplace that music was your first love. Yeah. True? Ooh, yes. Yes. Yeah. To this day still? To this day. Yeah? Yeah. It's. I mean, like, I, I think I just get so much peace from music. And comedy is – I love comedy, but it's definitely more – it's stress and tension, but it's necessary. Uh-huh. Part of it, like getting someone into the part of the joke where it's like super tense and then the laugh. But uh, like at the end of the night, I'll go back to my hotel room and play music yeah. to like go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. And it was like I've been playing music since I was 
pretty like like third grade i was in choir i picked up the drums in eighth grade and then guitar when i was in high school and like piano and everything so it's just kind of uh i don't know i just can't i can't remove myself from music and you taught it for a little bit too i did right yeah yeah oh man yes those are some good times really what um, age group was it? It so I did. Okay, where do I start on this? I I worked at a music studio called Sing Inc. Okay, now defunct. So that's why I can say their company name. And it was like a voice training studio. So like people would come into these private little studio booths and do vocal lessons. Okay. And then um, we got a contract with a school to uh, create like a. Um, like basically like a, like a glee type show. Okay. I don't you know, I don't know what those are called, but we were hired to do it. Okay. So I had kindergarten through 5th grade. And so I would show up like 8 o'clock, work with the kindergartners at 9 o'clock, first grade and so on and so forth. And I would uh it was so funny cuz like they would our company would just like take the gig and be like, "All right, just show up. You know what to do." Like I have, I'm just in the classroom with a bunch of kids. I have no idea what to do. I've never worked in the classroom, but uh, we had to teach them choreography, which I don't do. <laughs> so I'm like kindergartners, kindergartners, yeah. So I thought of really basic stuff, and my other teachers uh, that worked at the studio were laughing at me because like they were thinking of complex dance moves. I just thought if you say sky in the song, let's do this. Yes, it's the right? first thing I thought. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. If you say uh, like I'm feeling sad, just just be sad. Yeah, <laughs> like so. So my choreography is really easy. Yeah. I mean, that's how people even learn words, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I worked there. I did that vocal lessons, which both were actually, I found teaching really fulfilling. And then um, I also taught drums and guitar at another studio. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I had like, I had like three jobs. This is all, all while doing stand-up, too. No kidding. Yeah. Teaching crazy. drums. Yeah. What kind of person gets into drums? Is, is there a... Uh, type of person? Yeah. Is there a type of person that is a dr- that gets into drumming? I think... Okay. My first instinct is uh, you want to play music, but you don't want to learn all the notes. Okay. So you're just like, yeah, this... But it, but it's really hard coordination, too. So let's see. A lot of my oh, students... Oh, I love doing the air drumming to like my favorite songs. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It's kind of... It's therapeutic, too. I would say if you want to like vent out musically in that way it's it's perfect because there i had this girl who was um she wanted to learn christian songs okay but on drums and i don't i didn't even what kind of challenge holy that's a yeah interesting challenge yeah it was, it was so i mean the beats weren't like really crazy or anything so but i also saw it as like the maybe I'm like assuming way too much and projecting on this this little girl because I went to Catholic school. Sure, but I'm like you know she's probably really constricted and this is her only outlet to like let out all this stuff. Um, uh, she I wants got, she's uh, craving rock and roll, but she's settling for Christian music. Yeah, maybe, huh? yeah, it was like this this balance of the two worlds. So um, I don't know. I just think it's a good cathartic cathartic place. Sure, drums. So, but now these days you, the guitar is the only one you're traveling with. There's no like uh, yeah. But I, I might so again with the pandemic and doing zooms, I might change that. Like, I kind of want to have a maybe someday like a bigger show with like, um, I don't know, like a loop station or a MPC to like play the beat, or even one day like a like a band or something and be able to do stuff like that. Because I just um, I don't know. It, I I think I was kind of making everything smaller to travel one, 
but also in the beginning because I would hear so many things like oh music is hack with comedy now I've come I feel like uh after not having comedy regular for so long I was like you know when I come back I just want to just do it the way I want to do it good yeah yeah hell yeah yeah fuck them uh, <laughs> Greg Barrett was here last week, and he, oh yeah, yeah, and he hosts a podcast. Okay, it's called "Stop Taking Bullshit from Fuckers." Does he? Oh hell yeah! Does he do it live? Like he talks? Uh, well, or? he's doing. He's he's. You can hire him as a, a life coach now. Okay. Yeah. 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 But what it's you're like, doing there? But but what you just said about like I'm just gonna do what I want to do. That's yeah. sort of like the what he's preaching now. Is don't stop about? taking bullshit from fuckers. Wow. If they're gonna people are gonna give you a hard time about you know doing shit, fuck them. Is that basically the moral of the the podcast? Is well, like, I mean, his it's you know based on relationships mostly. You know, uh, being okay, treated, okay. You know, yeah, not yeah. getting what you want from other people or being treated gotcha. poorly and stuff. I, yeah. I like that idea though. It is that kind of thing um, mm-hmm. because we sort of. I, I saw uh, I watched a lot of UFC and Dan Hooker from New Zealand was talking about you guys actually kind of look similar by the mm. way yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so I feel bad for him okay <laughs> no well so like um, uh, he was saying something like don't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't come to for advice yeah so I, I like that because it's like why am I even listening to these people why, why am I caring about this opinion when it's like that's it's not helpful it's not yeah. serving what I'm trying to do. So then, but somebody who I, I should like take a criticism from that might be helpful is like uh, a comic who I, I like what they're doing yeah. and what they're about. Yeah, I've got to say that. So when you're talking, you know, like, well, maybe what you want to do in the future, Reggie Watts, something yeah. kind of like what he does, right? I like what sort he does. Of? I literally made a note last night. It was just a list of all my favorite musical comedians and then just live musicians and then just like musicals that I've seen. And like, okay, is there something here that I just combine all this? Yeah. It was like Tenacious D, Flight of the Concords, Bo Burnham, Stephen Lynch. I was just thinking of, and have you seen Mark uh, Rebillet or Rebillet? I forget how to say his last name. Based on what you're saying, it's probably Rebillet, and no, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> he he do, um, he does a lot of like live looping stuff that's just so okay. so good, and it's like it's like Reggie Watts, but almost um, more of a like a dance party too. Okay. So, so it's like a full on. So I like I liked seeing what he does too, and um, it it made me think of like well those guys aren't like Reggie Watts isn't, isn't thinking like oh this comic in the back of the room said this was hack so no I'm not, not gonna do yeah. looping anymore uh-huh. yeah I I saw when I first saw Reggie Watts it was live oh wow and he was like filling in on a show where he wasn't even supposed to be there uh-huh. and I had never heard of him never seen him so. I, I was my mind was blown. I'm so him for the interested first time. in how it was. Yeah, it was. It was probably ten years ago, twelve mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. That's I so thought cool. he was from England because he was talking with a British accent for, the, for most of the show. Yeah, yeah. And when he did it like English, just like a normal like something and then just like switches me, over. Yeah. I thought that I thought he was putting that on. That's I thought the British so ac- accent funny. was really his. Yeah, I was like, this guy's so interesting. It's so deep. And yeah, yeah. He's not even from here. <laughs> That's probably why I haven't heard of him. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, these comedians from London must all do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Have you seen um, Rory Scovel? Yeah. Um, like. So I don't know when he when he's here if he does that, but I've seen a few of his like sets that are recorded and put out that like where he'll kind of do a character in the beginning, like a German accent yeah. for like ten minutes or something. <laughs> did he do that at the club? Uh, not I don't remember. I don't know. Okay, he did. Brandon says he did. Okay, okay, seven years. So ago. He, it seems like he just sometimes does it, sometimes doesn't. But I I like I love that stuff. Yeah. It's like something kind of playful, kind of fun. 
And uh, it just shows there's so many different ways to do comedy. Uh, absolutely. We yeah. should, uh, before we're done here, we should mention that if people, well, I mean, there's many opportunities. You're here at Acme throughout uh, through the weekend, two shows on Friday and two shows on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check Acme's website if you want to get tickets or call. Um, oh, my goodness. I just forgot I was going to say. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I know. The uh, if, if For some reason, you can't come to the club, which we have the social distancing. You commented about the plexiglass between some of the seats last night. You even made up a little uh, improv song where you yep. included it uh, yep. last night. Um but also, we're also doing the Zoom feature, which I watched last night, so people can pay and watch from home. Sweet. But uh, also, you still have uh, a thing on Netflix. I do. Yeah. yeah. The comedy lineup, 15-minute special. When I remember hosting this podcast, and when they, when they first announced that 15-minute specials were coming out, I yeah. was asking comedians, I'm like, what do you think? Like, is 15 oh, minutes like a slap in the face, or is it awesome, because it's more opportunities? Mm-hmm. So when it was presented to you, did you... Did you know 15 minute was even an option for people that that was coming? And what was your thought? Yeah, I loved it. You did. Okay. Um, and do you remember? Because so at the same time, I think Andrew Schultz put out four 15 minute things. Yeah. And he was saying how like it was kind of a, a weird response to that. But um, I think 15 minutes is kind of a perfect thing to put out where it's like you can put out a five minute set on a late night thing and it's. Pretty, it's like very compact, but you yeah. don't fully know the person. Sometimes an hour is like maybe it's not everyone's actually watching the full hour all the time. Yeah. So I thought fifteen was a pretty good in between. I mean, thirty is also good too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thirty is actually right in between. Uh, Netflix is actually just what Brandon? They they're on the phone. They want to offer two hours. Is that two a two hours? hour special? You're okay. Dude, or? Let's do it. Man. Let's do it. I'm just gonna riff the whole time. <laughs> is that what? Are they cool with that? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Did you see Ronnie Chang just signed uh, three specials? Oh, wow. With Netflix? They wow. They announced that, what, last night or this morning? He, I'd imagine he's probably got other stuff within that deal, like mo- two movies or something. stand-up specials and then a, like, a, where they're going to follow him across the country going to different Chinatowns. Wow. Yeah, That's with, sick. with some other guy who I... Is that connected to the special? Just, just net, no, no. Okay. It's, it's three separate things. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. All with Netflix. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And he's got a pretty cool story because I know, I think he's from Malaysia. Did stand up in Australia, right? Yeah, something like that. And he's been then, on this podcast one time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what that when was that? I mean, he was on the Daily Show. So yeah, not yeah. That long ago. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Did he talk about all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. And then one cool. time I asked, and then at one point I asked him about uh, some. Something about doing the interviews where people, you know, are just like clueless. Mm. And he was like, "Come on, man, I can't answer that." Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's the magic of the show. You can't tell me that. Of course, you can't tell me that. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but no, he's fantastic on that show. <laughs> he's absolutely fantastic. So I'm looking over here. That's, I think we mentioned all that stuff. Um, social media. I want. That's just. I saw a on your Instagram one of my. This is so funny, uh, and I'm going to squeeze this in here. I, this is from, this is old. This is I'm going back. Yeah, a I'm, year here on your Instagram. This is good for me to go back into my life. Uh, who who so, am I? <laughs> this is what explain this to me. Why would mm-hmm. you do this? No, um, yeah. <laughs> you have you you must have done a screenshot of your phone, and it has Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and you oh. titled that that uh, folder "Short Term Validation." Oh man, I'm so which is so, fucking nailed it. I'm so deep. <laughs> you know, now that I hear that, I remember like that's right. I'm a philosopher. <laughs> uh, how, so, how yeah. are you using social media these days? Now, yeah, man, I always have this talk with cir- a circle of friends of like, 
what's your relationship to social media? Because yeah. it really is that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so now I try as much as I can to just use it to like either promote something if I if I need to do like a business thing, or if there's something creative that oh I want someone to see this and and connect with another human being, I'll do that. But I don't I I try not to get too caught up in like looking at all the likes and comments and stuff like that which is so hard i just say the, that just the dms just the dms and and only if they're cute but <laughs> <laughs> but uh no like i i don't know how to i'm i even do this thing now where i delete it from my phone for a few days and then and then come back on the whole app yeah, yeah. so my cousin super super cool dude uh we talk about a lot of this, a lot of this stuff, like mental health and social media and mm-hmm. everything. It's real. It's yeah, so real. And he was checking in on me because I wasn't posting for like a week and a half. Yeah, so he thought maybe something happened. And I was, I was like, it's actually the opposite. I'm super happy, so I'm just not on social media right, right? now. And then when I'm posting all the time, that's when you should check in on me. Isn't like, that interesting? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm here at the grocery store. It's like give me a call. I am not okay. <laughs> 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 take take that as a call for help. Yeah, call I for love help. that. Yeah, SOS. That's yeah. what I'm really saying. That's why I'm saying my location in that. I'm at the grocery <laughs> store. Come get me. That's right. <laughs> I'm broken. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That's uh let's end it there. People sure. need to come out and see you, uh either via Zoom in the club in person to be even better. Uh, your album Dual Citizen. Yep, Dual Citizen is available everywhere. You can find that stuff. I listened to it on uh, on an app the other day. Cool, it's fantastic. I heard some of the stuff here at the club, but yeah. not all of it. There's yeah. way more that you aren't doing here at the club. So. Yeah, I would say like if you want to hear a full hour and and also hear me before my my voice dropped and hit puberty, listen listen to Dual Citizen, and it's a clean album, so that one you can listen with your family. And then uh, if you want something short. And to see a video of, watch the Netflix 15. There we go. Yeah. But if you want to see the live riffing experience, come on down to the Come club. on down to Acme. <laughs> come on down to Acme. JR, thank you. Thank you. It's been a blast.